Until 1982, Martin Luther King Boulevard in Chattanooga was known as East 9th Street, or the Big Nine. This Black History Month, at this time, every Tuesday and Thursday, WUTC celebrates ML King Boulevard with Stories from the Big Nine, a series of student-produced podcasts that showcase the people, places, and events that have contributed to the history and culture of ML King Boulevard. I am Jack Vermolum. I'm Madison Morgan. I'm Katie Robb. We will be taking a look at the significance of the murals on Martin Luther King Boulevard in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Katie is interviewing Kevin Bates, an artist here in Chattanooga who knows a thing or two about painting murals. We found Bates in his studio preparing for his evening class. How did you get started doing this in Chattanooga? The art or the murals? Either. Well, the art I've done since I was in high school. Okay. The murals I absolutely stumbled and fell backwards into. I did, uh, there's the one on Dr. King, I did. Uh, and for the record, I have to tell you this, I'm contractually obligated, that is based on a photograph by Flip Schulke, a copyrighted photograph, <laughs> that his archive was kind enough to let me use for that mural, as long as I tell people that it's based on a photograph. How long do you typically spend on those murals? I guess depending on the size. Yeah, it depends on the size. It also depends on the, uh, the wall that's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a smooth wall, like this interior wall, would be a lot easier to paint on than a brick wall. Right. The MLK mural was on really, um, are we PG or PG-13 on this podcast? PG-13. It's a really wall, and yeah. uh, it was old, so the mortar had gotten kind of uh, eroded out of the brick, so the joint was really, really deep, so uh, I'd have to paint the face of the brick, and then the underside of the top brick, and the back of the joint, and then the top of it. So it took a long time to do that one. Now the question is, how do murals impact the community? To answer this, we asked Francis McDonald, founder of Mark Making. Mark Making is a small nonprofit group who works to beautify communities through public works. That's the whole reason why I started this organization. The city was looking for some artists to do something on the central block building. It was all boarded up. So a few of us volunteered. Of course, there's no way for $1,500 that we're going to cover this humongous block. And um, so we said, oh, we're going to get kids to do this. So we work with Parks and Rec. So we made these little classes. So the kids have the class in the parking lot. They go up, they paint on the wall, done. So I'm like, oh, this is great. You know, it was just a way to get it done. So what happened afterwards? Every time I drove by, there are kids in front and they're, they're like, me, me. I own. They're pointing at the ground. They're pointing at themselves. It was so clear that they took ownership because they had stamped it or marked it. They had made their mark on this wall and they clearly owned it. And you know, oh, there's a piece of trash, they pick up the trash. You know, they're caring for what was, what became theirs. Mm-hmm. For several years, I was just writing grants in behalf of schools so I could work with their kids to do a mural on their property. Just, you know, whatever I could to like make these situations happen. Yeah. And then finally, um, I found a mark making in 2009. So we could do this on a more, a less sporadic way Mm -hmm. and involve a lot more um, facilitators. This is Stories from the Big Nine. This series is produced and edited by Will Davis, Jackson Vermullum, Harper Beeland, and the podcasting students of the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga. Thank you.